boy, I am ready to rock. Are you? Welcome to the Light the Sky podcast. We are at a special episode today. Special episodes are between discographies, and for those of you who have not listened to the show yet, we are a discography discussion. We are four guys, uh, all born after the Vinnie Vincent invasion, had long broken up. Um, so we kind of have an interesting perspective going back through these great discographies from uh, you know artists going track by track, album by album, and uh, you know from these artists that uh, generationally went on to light the sky in uh, what they do. It's a show of opinions. I. I am uh, uh, proud to present uh, Chris, Alex, and Kevin here. Uh, they are the architect, the contender, and the engineer, and myself, Mark, the producer. Uh, we've done Van Halen so far. We've done Metallica, and we just finished Pink Floyd. Uh, again, track by track, album by album. And uh, yeah, it's my turn to pick out a special album. And uh, my uh, special album, of course, is Vinnie Vincent Invasion, the debut, the 1986 People Are Laughing already in the chat uh we got some cool sunglasses on alex we got chris who looks thrilled to be doing this and kevin who is totally happy with this bump in the transition from sleepy floyd to uh boys oh alex with the original vv oh no that's all systems go tour shirt uh who has docked that and uh i believe kevin has uh, an album that he's going to shove in my face oh yes the original pressing of Vinnie Vincent Invasion on LP, yes, uh, half price books. Uh, I'm sure. No, that was a form purchase, wasn't it? So yeah, that that's great to have. Purchase, we yes. are, um, yeah. I mean, to, to tell my story and how I got into Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Really, I mean, here's the weird thing about this podcast. We kind of have an inside joke um, that we don't talk a certain band. <laughs> And I, I'm just gonna say it once. <laughs> like we don't talk. Yes, yeah, that's, that's we it. We just don't talk. We don't talk it. I don't know. And it's I got nothing against them. And I just they never did anything for me. I mean, I just wasn't born from you know between the years 1971 and you know at 76. So like they really just kind of didn't really never did a whole lot for me. And there's so many podcasts that talk them really just incessantly. Uh, so yeah, we're trying to do something different, and we don't talk them. And so it's kind of weird to have a show about Vinnie Vincent. But hey, maybe that be might be refreshing uh fresh out of you know uh you know fresh from uh, uh talk of that band um i found Vinny in 2016 i think it was uh i think i found the boys are gonna rock video on youtube and uh it was one of those things that i i don't think i even finished it i was already sending it to people <laughs> sent it to kevin he probably <laughs> sent it to alex right away I, i'm sure i texted you chris about it and and yep. like it was like i thought the greatest hair metal video that i had ever seen was nitro and freight train <laughs> But this had a budget. Like this wasn't just some <laughs> like cheap little soundstage. Like they, this was this was the big time. Uh, so I had to I had to uh, check into it. I had to see uh, who this Vinnie Vincent Invasion band was. I mean, I had heard of them, but I'd really never. Um, you know, just delved into the band. And, and then I uncovered the stories and the drama and the strife. And, and the, the, this is 2016, the disappearances. Vinnie hadn't been seen for like I don't know 22 years or 20 years or whatever it was at that point I mean everything that made up the lore of this band I was like how are more people not fascinated about this like I I, I sat there like like I was on a bike ride with my wife like you know for my fiance at the time and like I just spent like the whole ride just like 
telling her about this. Like, get this. Like, no, 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 no. You wouldn't believe that. Cause she doesn't care at all. She doesn't like, care about this. There's this Vinnie Vincent from 1988. And, uh, but man, it was, uh, and then Bobby Rock, um, the drummer for the band, he, he's got this great blog and he, he does a lot of writing. He's a great writer. Um, and, uh, he, he blogged a couple of stories about the recording of it. And boy, those were some fine lunchtime hours, uh, reading those stories. Oh, A plus work. Oh, great. Yeah. Thanks, Bobby. Uh, bought your book too. I probably was the first person to buy that book because as soon as it came out, I was ordering it. I might have pressing like three or four. I don't know, uh, but I love the book. Can't recommend it enough. If you love, uh, that whole scene, that whole LA rock scene. Um, but yeah, but Vinny was basically missing. And, uh, and then, and then, you know, like a year later, he, he made his appearance at a, uh, a, a convention about this band that we shall not name. And, uh, you know, he came out and, you know, a whole bunch of stuff came out after that, but it's really hard to forget that at the core of all of this, there's music. Like, remember that? Like, remember there's like, there's two albums here. The band put out two albums in 88 and 86 and 88. And, you know, it's, it's, it's worth talking about. And, you know, I, I, you know, I'm just gonna, right now, I'm just gonna say like, I, I, this is not going to be a podcast. Like, we're not going to talk about the drama. We're not going to talk about, you know, um, you know, any, any of the mysterious things or, or, you know, any of the dog stories or like none of that, like none of that. Like, we're going to talk about the music track by track. We're going to go through this album. We're going to have a special presentation uh, for the video. Boys are going to rock. We're going to talk about all the other tracks. We're going to get a little trivia from Chris. And then we're going to do our love it, and fl- love it or flush it for this album. You know, like, I don't, I, like, I don't care if Vinny is a woman. Like, I, I just don't. Like, I, like <laughs> did you see what these people look like in 86? Like, and now you're like, oh, wow, this is the most interesting thing in the world. Like, what do you think? What, what were you looking at then? I like, I hate to start this with a rant, but like already I'm just feeling like this is, this is podcast. It's not going to be about like Vinny's gender or, or like his pantsuit or something. Like, I don't care. Like, I just, I want to hear some rocking guitar. Like I want to hear some 1986 era shredding. So that's what this is going to be about. I hate to start out with a rant, but that's where we are. So I'll talk about my, my opening <laughs> thoughts on this album. Uh, this is why I picked it again. Like none of us have any, you know, this is no nostalgia for us. Like we aren't fans of the band that shall not be named we are not um you know we we didn't grow up in this area era like i did not mow lawns um you know to 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 this tape you know like it was just something that i discovered on youtube so like it's not the most incredible masterpiece of music um i mean it's like i i thought when i was thinking about this i was like it's like a puzzle it's like it's not some it's not a masterpiece that you're putting together the puzzle is a picture of some sleazy, scummy, rusty dumpster in L.A., in an alley. And you're putting the pieces together to make that picture. Like, don't expect anything more than that. Like, ultimately, you're just going to get some, like, just some L.A. hair metal, like, at the end. But, like, the pieces are there, and they're all there. They don't fit quite right, but they're all there. So that's how I would sum up this album. And, and we were talking earlier, like this is a high effort, you know, uh, ma- uh, you know, album in a genre that had a lot of low effort music. So, you know, that's that's that might be I think that's a very accurate statement. Um, you know, I also have some issues with the pitch on this album. Um, I don't have perfect pitch, mm-hmm. but uh, I'll get to it later. It's a little weird. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll share that. And, uh, you know, in summary, I think I will give this, um, you know, I feel like I might be the leader on this. Uh, so you know what? I'm going to go high. I'm going to go 7.5 out of 10. That is my rating. 
silence. There are other people on this show. It's just not an opening <laughs> rant from me, right? No. Am All right. I, who, yeah. Am I, I, am I yeah, next? Alex, I thought you were next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me let me I guess talk into my story here because I feel like Mark and I might be hogging the chat tonight, and that's totally okay. But I'm trying to remember how I got into this album. Um, I, I know we said we're not going to mention them, and I'll admit I'm not the. The, the, the band name is going to get thrown out there. There's no getting around it. Kiss. That's who we're talking about. We, we, can, we, can let, we, we, can, we can let it slide for tonight because it's such a big point. But, uh, you know, I, I do like a lot of Kiss, especially the early years. Uh, you know, my dad got to see them on their first tour with Rush opening in 1975 at a high school in Arlington Heights. Uh, you know, I, I love the first Kiss record. And, you know, I was a big fan of Lick It Up, the song. But I'll be honest, I did not know that, you know, when I was younger, when I first heard that song, I didn't know that that, you know, that wasn't Ace Freely uh, and, and Creatures of the Night, too. Like, I knew Eric Carr was on that record, but I didn't know, like, Vinny tracked, uh, you know, stuff on the studio version of some of those songs and he played on the tour. I didn't know who he was. You know, I knew about like Tommy Thayer and some of the other guitar players, but for some reason, I didn't know who Vinny was. So I don't I, I know the adult you guys you guys would have got me into vinnie vincent invasion but i don't remember like when it first started uh but yeah i i was hooked and the thing that did it for me was mark you lending me bobby rock's book and i follow bobby on instagram and honestly as funny as it is to watch old videos of you know vinnie vincent invasion and bobby's workout videos and stuff like that honestly he's an inspiration to me it, I, I, I Bobby. love Bobby Rock is he really is. And this isn't I mean, I don't know if he's going to listen to this or not. This is not me kissing his butt or anything. But I love his stories and the fact that he was probably one of the the only ones in that 80s hair metal scene that scene that was sober through the majority of the 80s. So he can tell these stories so vividly. Were probably a lot of books back then were probably a little bit clouded due to, you know, substance use and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I, I, not that I'm like a Mr. Straight Edge guy or anything like that, but I just loved that approach from him in a scene that's so n known for excess. I just love mm -hmm. that he could go through that uh, to me and just tell a story so clearly. I mean, I grew up on hair metal stuff like Rat and I, as we covered Van Halen and Winger, Motley Crue, all that stuff. So this was like one band that growing up I didn't know about. So when I saw the Boys Are Gonna Rock video, I'm like, what is going on here? It had the backing vocals. It had the guitar tone. It had the excess. It had the look and the vision and the pink Jackson guitars and just all oh, the yeah. stuff that I love so much. And, you know, I'm going to say, you know, it is known as Vinny is for his guitar playing. I... I honestly, I just I like this album so much just for the songwriting. Like, I'm going to be honest, I, I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. And my one statement is Vin can write a song, but his lead playing as well known as he is for that. And that's what the you know, the focus of the talk is when you're talking about Vinnie Vincent. It ruins the potential of this album. And I'm sorry. It's like, yes, Vinny, we know you can shred. We know you could play fast. But the excess just, it ruins it. And I also get it because if that wasn't there, would they have that much attention? Because there's like something about the re the over-the-topness and the ridiculousness of it 
that gets your attention to watching this stuff. And you watch the Boys Are Gonna Rock video, and I just wonder how many people would go and watch that video, not even fans of the band, but they just need to see this video because it's so mm -hmm. like notorious or infamous. Well, so, what was the guy signed for? I mean, he was signed to do this. Right. And, 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 you, and you read these interviews with Gene and Paul, and they're saying, you know, they bash Vinny, and they say, you know, we had to control him in the studio because he never knew, like, when to stop playing. And then you listen to this album, and it's like, I think they got a point here because you listen to this record, and it's all over the place, you know, mm -hmm. solo-wise. And it's like you needed somebody in there, like a producer, to kind of contain him. Because when Vinny was great, he was fantastic. But just when you when you gave him too long of a leash, it almost ruins what could have been maybe like an eight or nine out of a higher up album out of that era. But overall, I love it. Uh, I don't know if I like this one more than All Systems Go. Um, and, and also another thing, I guess I'll just talk about too was Mark Slaughter. I mean, I I, I dig Slaughter. I remember hearing Fly to the Angels when I was young. And just getting hooked by that chorus and hooked by his voice and then finding out that he was in this band this was like his first band and he sang on all systems go and he's just one of my favorite vocals so i just i liked having that mark slaughter tie-in and then you know obviously learning about dana strum and reading the book mm -hmm. and all the stories i mean we could go into it but i guess yeah let's let's stick we to will. the mute well yeah we we'll, we'll stick to the music for now um, but you know and i'll throw out a controversial statement here um first of all i'm more on team fleischman than i am team slaughter uh but we'll get into that sure um, uh but when it comes to guitar players slash songwriters if i'm looking for something in this style like if i'm drafting a guitar player i'll pick Eddie Van Halen number one, sure. But I think I might pick. I might look at Vinnie Vinnie, Vinnie Vincent number two. I don't uh, think the gap between them is as far as you. It, it's it sounds like a. It, it's, oh, you're kidding me. People might be turning this off right now. No, dude. You could compare Eddie Van Halen and Vinnie Vincent, but I, I'm I'm not sure it's that far apart. Yeah, I don't think it's as far as apart as it might. I mean, be. yeah, especially if you listen to a lot of the rhythm playing. There's definitely some sim similarities there, but the lead playing, it's just kind of all over the place. But, I mean, my second favorite hair, hair metal guitarist of this era, hands down, is Warren D. Martini from Rat. So I just, his playing, it just was much more focused and contained. And I think that's where, like, the middle ground was. So if but, that makes but sense. But who has the ability to write songs as, as, in, as many, in as many different ways as Eddie and Vinny? That's my point. Yeah, you know, like you think about how how diverse the Van Halen catalog is sure. from a songwriting perspective. You look at some how like diverse Stevens Vinny's too, career but... is. Yeah, I mean, he did a what they did a flamenco album yeah. um, as well. I mean, his, his playing is certainly diverse. I just say that in terms of their ability to write any kind of music, I, I think they're they're we're pretty close. But sure, why doesn't it show up on here then? Wait, what are you what are you talking about? Uh, Why good, doesn't good that diversity show Kevin, up on Kevin, here? Kevin oh, chiming okay. in in the back? I don't know. I don't know. Chris, yeah, your I, turn. I can see that he's about to give this a face to face. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually not as I'm I'm not going to be as negative as you guys probably were thinking that I was or as far as the direction I was going to go. Um, I'll start with my rating is six. I actually enjoyed for the most part. I mean, towards the end of the album, I kind of started just not caring and it just wasn't doing anything for me. But like the first. 
like half of the record in particular. I mean, it's fun. I mean, I as much as I hate to admit it, I was bobbing my head up. Uh, I was listening to it up in my room, and I was like, okay, this, uh, yeah, this is. Uh, and I used uh, this word uh, earlier in our other uh, discussion. Uh, the word competent. Uh, this is a very competently done rock record, but it's there's no as far as hooks, there's no yeah hit singles anywhere. So there's nothing to anchor it Ooh. to kind of grab your attention. It's just uh, kind of there. I don't. All right. I know. I'll you, let, I'll I let you, you don't say that. I disagree with the front half, back half too. Uh, and again, this is just my personal yeah. opinion. Again, this is a show of opinions, uh, and that's why I can't go as strong. <laughs> Yeah, this is, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah, listening to this record, I didn't hear any, like, Wild Side, I didn't hear any kind of Dr. Feelgood, like, that kind of, or even, uh, like, or Lay It Down by Rat, like, anything like that, where it just has a very, yeah, like, an incredible, like, melodic sensibility, though, in, like, kind of, like, uh, maybe, like, in an ACDC kind of way, there were some riffs that I liked, uh, that Vinny did here, um, yeah, where it's like, okay, yeah, it's, it's not very sophisticated, but uh, uh, but yeah, it, it it gets your blood moving. Uh, but then, unfortunately, like Alex kind of alluded to before, yeah, the soloing brings it down. I I tried in my notes to try to keep the like as far as pointing out his lead down to a minimum, and I had a very hard time doing that because there's just so much of it. Right. Um, and even parts where like yeah, what song was that where it goes on for like two minutes, <laughs> where he's just like yeah. where I'm like I mean as far as dexterity, I'm like that's impressive, but I after like seven or eight songs of it. Uh, I just, yeah, I just, uh, I, I, I can't, yeah, I, it just, it, it reinforces my kind of position on, yeah, that, I mean, that's what I loved about, like, Judas Priest and Iron Maiden as far as their guitar soloing, it always, there was always a, felt like they had it together, there was always a context, sure. uh, and maybe, maybe that's why I was never into the real shreddy bands, like, or guys like, like Malmsteen or, uh, or Marty Friedman or any of these kind of guys, uh, and maybe that just, me rooted in my classic rock upbringing. I just look for songs and they're definitely here. Uh, but again, there's just not, uh, it's just not as you know, the strengths that a lot of other bands had of it are not here. Uh, and again, and again, that's kind of what I had my one statement. Like it's, it's, it's a fun record, uh, but it isn't really anything more than what it is. Yeah. It's just a, a competently put together eighties rock record. That's not, yeah. Uh, not good. It's not great, but it's not terrible. Yeah, it's just kind of. Okay. You could mow there. the hell out of your lawn to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> put, pop on your Walkman. Put on your. Oh yeah, like, like I said, I I and I listened. Yeah, that first half of the record in particular, I really enjoyed that a, a lot. But it wasn't like I enjoyed it like in the same way like when we saw Y and T live. Like I don't know a lot about Y and T, but I enjoyed myself to the mm-hmm. fullest because it's rock and roll. It's yeah, it's there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, you're just the energy is good. I mean, you can't deny that the energy here is not here. I mean, they. I mean, Vinny. I think. Has, I mean, even back then, had said in interviews. I mean, he was all about the over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh no, it, it, it was interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, Mark, you talking about um, as far as uh, kind of comparing Van Halen to to Vinny uh, in the sense uh, of being like more of a guitar player uh, and than songwriter. Yeah, I mean, I would say Van Halen, I think, was probably a, a better melodic kind of... You know, the riffs are definitely much more... Sure. Yeah, they kind of connect a little bit more. But uh, it was interesting. I was listening to an interview, and you guys have probably seen it. It was like a, like an individual interview that uh, Vinny did in, like, 88, I think. I think it was during the tour for All S- Systems Go. And he admitted in that interview, he's like, I see myself more as a guitar player than a songwriter. And I kind of... 
at least he's very self-aware of that. I was kind of impressed because sometimes a lot of those guys don't admit that's that, a but good, he was a, That's a yeah. good point, Chris, because I yeah. was going to say, and I, and I forgot to kind of mention this during my yeah. review, but it is guitar heavy as this album is, the yeah. reason I love this album so much is the vocals, is the catchiness of it, especially the background vocals. Oh, yeah. And, and yes, Vinny wrote a lot. Of, well, he wrote some of these songs completely on his own, but he had a hand in everything. And the catchiness of the vocals, I wonder, to be honest, how much of that is Robert Fleischman? Is that who I should be really giving credit to? Yeah, here? Because, I, I, yeah, you have some catchy-ass riffs, and it, it's just such a super fun album, and the ridiculousness of it makes you like it so much. Well, it's, yeah, that's the thing. It, it's it, more it, of a hype record or something, right? You know? And that's and that's the thing, and that's why I kind of gave it a little bit more uh, uh, support because I think they, it, yeah, Vinny, yeah, it, I think he said it like that was what they wanted to do. That's what his mo was was just being as over. Yeah, we're just gonna push every mid to late eighties cliche into one, and you either love it or you hate it, and. Again, from a very kind of just normal, just, yeah, that very meat and potatoes rock side of me liked a lot of it. Uh, and uh, you can't fall. A lot of guys are usually not this honest about what they're doing, but he always was yeah, very honest about what his, the direction he wanted to take, which ultimately I think kind of, yeah, kind of alienated him, I guess, ulti- later on. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. That's the, the story that we won't get into and all that. But uh, yeah, Kevin, where are you at? Two, three? No, no, I'm a little bit higher than that. Um, yeah, how much is there to say anymore? But I did, did discover Vinny a little bit earlier than 2016, um, completely randomly. It was in high school, and I was clicking through, and Mark had some Vinny Vincent invasion. And I was like, oh, you know, what is this? Maybe I'll give this a shot. Yes, yes. Uh, there, there's All Systems Go was on the hard drive. I'm really? like, I got, I got no idea what this is. I happened to click on that time of year. I'm like, wow, this is a great song. I tried everything else. Nope, don't like it. But I kept going back to that time of year. So that's the only thing I was familiar about before 2016. Um, But yeah, this album, uh, I'm actually going to be a little bit uh, more on Chris's side. I'm going to give this a five and a half. And I think (laughs) I, I don't hear the hooks. As, as much as Alex does. Um, I think the production decisions hurt this album. Um, I think there are times when the background vocals actually hurt this album too. And it's just like this merge of like two worlds that doesn't end up working. And I'm not even going to talk about the solo that much, but the the soloing, you know, it's just one of those things is like, yes, there is such a thing as too much that that's pretty much what I have to say about that. You know, it's yes, it's impressive. It's impressive. It's impressive the first time, the 50th time. And there's no real. Why does anybody like still caring? Right. And I think that's somebody needed to step in and say that. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. There's not no, there's no, there, yeah, there, yeah. There wasn't. There, I mean, yeah. The way that he plays is very. I mean, it's technical. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of kind of. Yeah, uh, yeah. What was the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Uh, I you yeah, know I, I had I, it. I, anyway, I, yeah, I, don't know, I had this word. And it, it's I, gone. You know, but you we, know what we I mean? Get to yeah. The track by track before we start yeah. uh, shredding the shredding. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, I I I am with Chris and to where that I really usually dislike shredding guitar. Um, but there's something here that is so 
um, feral. It's like a rabid animal. Yeah. You can like hear sparks flying from the fretboard. It's shredding in a way that is not super precise. Kind of like, you know, like YouTube shredding where it's yeah. just some yeah. Brazilian in a basement who's been practicing to a metronome since he was eight years old. And he's just like, oh, like a robot. And it's like Flight of the Bumblebee, like that kind of, yeah. Like there's something about this that is just like 1986 to the max. And it isn't that super precise. It's it's still, it it still has such a, you know, like like a feral feeling or something to it. Again, it's just, the pyrotechnics of it is different. Sometimes it works and sometimes it does. I mean, there were times where I'm like, okay, I kind of hate it, but it kind of works there. But overall by like tracks seven or eight, where it's like, okay, he just filled up like a third of the song with just, yeah, I mean. That's, yeah, that's yeah like yeah. boys are going to rock. Yes, I am all in. I am mm-hmm. all in on on go as fast as you want. That's all what it's about. When you're getting stuff like, you know, back on the streets, do you want to make love? Like, do do we do we need it like all the time? It's like, oh, here's no. a guitar song. Here's, here's, here's Vinny yeah. going off again. Okay, that's, that's one of the th- and yeah. we'll we'll get yeah. to that track by track. I, you yeah. know, I'll I'll, do, I'll just finish up that just saying. Um, our overall, too, the vocals aren't aren't doing it for me. There are too many songs, and I'm not blaming Robert on this. Actually, there are too many songs where it is in a single range for the yeah. entire song for five minutes, and yeah. it's just I'm just like, please, like somebody bring him down. Somebody move the the melodic line someplace. Right. Because it's like, hey, yeah, it's, and it's like, yeah. okay, you know, one song, two song, that's fine. But that's like fifth song. I'm like, all right, you know, here we go. One question I have real quick. And, and yes, I agree with you totally there, Kevin. There are, And I will agree. There are some songs where the background vocals might actually ruin it. There's one song in particular that I'm thinking of. But but real quick, just uh, maybe as the contender uh, of the show, I'll ask this question. Um, you know, as Mark stated in the beginning uh, kind of comments of the podcast, if you're just joining us, we are millennials who were born way after this band was around. I mean, I was born in 1993, okay? And what, the band ended in the late 80s so i wasn't yeah. even i wasn't even so i didn't discover this band until like 2017 or 18 or something like that <laughs> so i and i grew up on van halen and i had youtube and there was bands like dragon force and avenge sevenfold and all the shredders out there so here here's my kind of question and i know this is probably you know whoever might be listening to this show who was around during that time might have a, a more fresher perspective on it but I guess we were a little bit desensitized because we had yeah. the Herman Lees and the uh, Rusty Cooleys and the Ingve Malmsteins to watch. And you're like, okay, yeah, you could shred. Cool. That's not really that cool anymore. Like, I'd rather yeah. have somebody who can play a tasteful line, more like yeah. a mm-hmm. like a David Gilmore-esque kind of memorable oh, line, so to speak. But back then, in 1986, kind of like a Van Halen thing, like putting this on for the first time in 1986 and just hearing this guy go absolutely nuts. I mean, yeah, you had Van Halen. He wasn't doing that anymore, though. No, and then you had Randy Rhodes. Okay, you grew up and you had these amazing guitar players. But like to have this kind of like excess where maybe, you know, this is kind of predating like the shrapnel years, like the Jason Beckers and stuff like that where it was just like really about speed. I, I wonder if it's like, 
I wonder if that's the way maybe we should approach it. Like, should we put ourselves more in that 1986 headspace? And and that's speaking for myself too, because I completely agree that there's too much sometimes, and like, r- like rake it in here, Vinny, because it's yeah. getting out of hand. But I just like I would be interested to know like what was this like hearing this for the first time in in '86? Like this speed and this ferocity coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, good point. I mean, definitely, there's. Uh... Uh, we'll never be able to experience that, but I think that, as I've said before, music captures something that is forever fresh on tape. It is forever preserved. And uh, Kevin, take us back to 1986 and cue up Boys Are Going to Rock. And we oh, are yes, doing indeed. a special video version of this, so hope this comes out right, because this is the Boys Are Going to Rock video from Light the Sky. I'm stopping it here because that lick right there and that on the guitar. I mean, this video is just too much, but just the way he plays that for the camera is, 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 is cooler than cool. <laughs> yeah. It's so cool. I, I, I love that. Like, I know he's, he's probably not fingering that exactly, but like if you were a red blooded 13, 14 year old, you saw that at MTV. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's it. That's very right there. very impressionable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I will say something too. Despite it being his band, there's quite a bit of every every member here in yeah. the beginning. Like, yeah, there's the camera's going to be on Vinny, but we get plenty of great shots of Bobby and Dana. Oh, here. when he hits those those opening, the, the, <laughs> oh, the, yeah. Oh, he puts it all into it. Oh, it's oh, like, man, is he? Yeah. I love the unibrow makeup too. It's just incredible. It's such a good look. And then, the, of course, the famous rack Tom Phil going across and Dana just going nuts, just kind of aimlessly like strumming. Because you could tell, like, they're not trying to play accurate. Like, oh, I'm actually going to play the notes that the song entails. No, I'm just going to like just go nuts. Which was a lot of a lot of those bands back then, but you could tell like they were really having fun with this. And Chris, the fact that you said in that interview where Vinny's like, "Oh yeah, we were trying to do every '80s trope times 10. and if you like, it was kind of like poking fun at it. I say they absolutely succeeded because like oh, and pe- and- people are still coming back and revisiting this video today, and it's just so iconic for yeah. you know good or bad reasons, you know. Just, I love Slaughter's introduction. Oh, How he yeah. just backs into the frame there. <laughs> <It's so goofy. laughs> and there's one shot here. Just a little spin. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't take that. You know, one thing I want to mention right here, actually, what, what I noticed, and I know obviously this is Robert Fleischman singing, but as people may or may not know this is actually mark slaughter singing in the miming, video he, yeah. he he miming it because robert fleischman left uh you know be right after the album was recorded so they had to scramble and find slaughter but this opening vocal i was actually listening to more of this band today uh quiet riot uh a band that you know t- take them or leave them 
you know, they have like a handful of great songs, but uh, this opening vocal line, the, just the way, and I know this is Fleischman, but you hear how he sings, and, and, and I would advise anybody to go listen to Quiet Riot's Metal Health Bang yeah, Your Head. Bang Your Head, yeah, Ke- I got Kev- it, yeah. Kev- I Kevin, Dubrow, Kevin Dubrow, it is like, I, you almost would think that it's Kevin singing this, because just the vocal, uh, inf- like just the, right. their voice is so similar. And I, I don't know if there was any inspiration between, or, you know, f- from Mark to kind of go that route or what, but I just... Or, sorry, Robert to go that route, yeah. but I found that interesting. Yeah. I absolutely love that. How he just stops playing the guitar and just uses, just pumps the smoky air with his fist. Just like it's not even about the guitar anymore. Like no. it's just about the moment. <laughs> he just, I like, I know Winger and you know, I, I hate to say it, Paul Stanley. Like he was full of that at this time, just dancing and prancing in front of the mic, just with the guitar was a prop. But I don't know, something about the way this is just so good and so fun. Incredible. What a film. Bobby's film. I I have to say musically I want to get in here that little like it, it sounds electronic when I listen to it online and the Spotify but that just that oh yeah I, I was love gonna, that part I, I, I love was gonna that comment part. on it's that so simple but it's like the the guitar riff cuts boom right back into it it's great it's so uh, something good. so simple I love that addition I before agree. we move on from this specific frame right here <laughs> um. <laughs> We can see quite. So we can see all the way up Dana's nose. Yeah. Okay. So we we we've got a <laughs> shot of Mark Slaughter and Dana Strum, and their heads are as close together as possibly could be, and it's hard to tell where one hair ends and the other hair begins. <laughs> it's, <laughs> a, it's, a, it's, it's 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 one headed giant hair metal. Yeah. <laughs> creature. It's at it's you at one forty three. Yeah, one forty three. Go look at it. I mean, just I'll put it this way: there's a fine line between right, there is a line there's a, there's a definite line between androgyny and homosexuality and right now it's getting a little blurry <laughs> like i can <laughs> see why people would see this that 13 year old who absolutely loved that vinnie lick is like uh okay <laughs> i don't know maybe this isn't for me like that's the and it's, it's kind of a shame because you know and i know that was kind of like the over the topness of the of the genre but like it's that's just where you start not taking it seriously anymore where you're being like okay like maybe don't do this right here like maybe just spread out a little bit like don't touch hair like your hair like that's maybe the line right there it's like i don't want anybody's hair touching other people's hair it's just maybe a little too much for me sure but i'll just leave it at that and it keeps going too. stop with the 
more Bobby Rock face. My favorite part is just it's Bobby always looking and just scrunching up the face on the symbol hits, and it gets better. Hacks are just absolutely bulging when he's in the draw. Bobby's the best, man. God, I love Bobby. Look at that. Man, he brought his war face to this show. And the and the, uh, the the suspenders that are uh, bedazzled. Mm-hmm. You know you know what that you know what that face tell uh, tells me uh, who farted. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, with Bobby. Yeah, he's just got this like. Mm. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, I love how Vinny says that to the camera. I love how, again, he takes his hands off the guitar. It's more important to point into the camera and, and mind fight fire with fire. That's more important than playing the riff. Oh, That's 1986 Metallica for Metallica reference there. Yeah. I love that. Has anybody not seen this before? <laughs> oh, no. I don't know that. what you make of that. Because <laughs> playing his guitar with his, the, the microphone. Just banging yeah. the microphone on the fretboard. The, the microphone has reached the fretboard. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I like <laughs> how the, <laughs> the cable is wrapped around the guitar. Realistically, there's no way you can do any of this, but that's all right. Here's, yeah. one, here's one thing I want to bring up real quick, because I know all you guys probably know this band, but Steel Panther, right? So yeah. a, a band that's kind of, you know, within the last 10 years or so, uh, sort of a spoof band, I, I guess I yeah. would say, like trying to poke fun at 80s hair metal, but also putting out original music. Um, and, and they absolutely like are full in on the joke. Like it's it's mm-hmm. an absolute joke. But this band back then, I mean, even though I guess Vinny said in that interview that we were trying to like go over the top with it, I I think there was definitely some seriousness to this but obviously they're like doing these tropes in these videos. So I wonder that's the thing. I think maybe that's the part that kind of screwed them over is like, should they have been a little bit more jokey and people would have like forgiven it and liked it more, or should they have been a little bit more serious and then made it serious in the video? Because does the, does the over the topness ruin the songs or does it help it? It's like, it's a mystery with this band. Yeah, especially when you add a video on top yeah. of it, which gives right. them creative freedom to go anywhere with it, as we shall soon find out. How the solo just keeps going, and he keeps peaking, and he keeps peaking, and he keeps peaking. It's incredible. 
it, it was it was funny to me how the verse came in and, <laughs> and the camera never found Mark Slaughter again. Yeah. <laughs> he's still soloing. Mark Slaughter is singing, but he's nowhere to be found on the screen. Oh, but I mean, that's it, I I love that. The, the, I think it's 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 one of those moments. I've I've said it before. Kirk Hammett uh, did it a few times. Marty McFly on guitar. Yeah, I mean it's 1986. Yeah. It's just you guys yeah. aren't ready for this yet. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Pause it. Yes, pause it. Pause it. No, 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 no. We need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. I've been waiting for it this whole time. So, uh, viewers, if, if if you're not, obviously you're not watching this with us, but if you go around 325, the uh, infamous backwards cymbal hits behind the back Bobby Rock, absolutely beautiful. And I saw this done recently. There's this drummer, oh man, I forgot what his name is, Mofit or something. He was Michael Jackson's. Michael like, Jackson's drummer, yeah, that video. Yeah. Those videos of him doing like playthroughs of the old Michael Jackson songs, and he does the behind the back cymbal hits and the cymbal catches with the straightest face in the world, and it's incredible. Yes, and he even chokes the cymbal after the with the same chokes hand. the cymbal behind <laughs> his back. He can't even see what he's hitting, and, and Bobby does it beautifully here. Just more more points for Bobby. So see, yeah. I'll say this is exactly what kind of Alex was saying about this fine line is that if you look at their faces in here. Not in this particular shot, but when Vinny's going nuts and like it's doing the hits, the single hits on the drums and he's pounding the guitar to it, he looks so angry and so serious. You like, you don't know what to make of it. Right. Is this serious or is this like, because yeah, I mean, we're all, we're all, this 86 and he looked just right. not serious at all. Right. Cause we're like all laughing over here because this is great, right? This is hilarious. This makes us feel happy. But like at the time when this is coming out, like. This isn't this isn't poison music. This isn't like I want action or, you know, anything right. like that. It's it's right. it's a little it's different. So and, and then this guitar solo comes up like obviously this guy can play. These guys can play. Like how how am I supposed to take this right now? Let's let's take a quick vote before we move too far past it. Solo on this song. Just give it a yes or no, a passing grade or a fail. It works here, I think. I'll give it a passing grade because the song okay. is over the top. Uh, I maybe, agree. Maybe we yeah. haven't been exa- maybe we haven't been like uh, fatigued at this point because we're just starting, right? Yeah, so maybe yeah. So I guess uh, you can kind of give it. Uh, I agree. It's song one. You gotta go. You gotta take it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. What else would it be without it? So. You did it again too. Yeah. I didn't see that before. All right. See a string, so. All right. Let me let me pause here. Let me pause here. So that was a beautiful yes. pause spot, but that was unintentional. But here here's my first qualm. Uh, it, 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 it is the first it is the first song of the album. But uh, um, and, and I, I talked about this already, how his solo's gone for too long. But if this song would have ended at like right when maybe uh Fleischman like rings out that last note before this more mindless shredding would have been an amazing song. All right. But 
if you look at the timestamp, there's still over a minute left of this song. <laughs> well, you and, gotta, the reason, good. and the reason it, I love this, you gotta uh, the, know, the music video. you gotta know when to end it. If you would have just ended these songs at the right time, you're, you, the mindless shredding that goes on at the end of these songs for like two more minutes when like the, the three choruses have happened already, just <laughs> ruin, ruin these great songs. Just like chop them up. <laughs> okay, well, I will agree with that for the album, but not for the music For the music video. video. Agree. Uh, yes. Here, here we go. Yeah. Can you here please play the rest of it? <laughs> there we go. There we go. Hit the licking okay. of the... Uh, okay. yeah, I had, so I had that mark in my the, notes. The licking of the prep board. Right there. Okay. Uh, anybody want to say anything about that? No. I hope that's not the guitar he peed on in the studio. <laughs> I I almost felt I I almost couldn't catch my breath when I read that the peeing on the guitar. <laughs> I hope it's Absolutely. a different guitar. But yeah, we talk about the music, right? Oh, absolutely. What what are, what are we gonna say here? I, I don't know. And of course, he's too too strong for the symbols. Okay, you knew this was coming. Wait, hold on. There we go. It's not my favorite part. Hold on. Okay, I absolutely love how he shoves it in the speaker hole. The speaker code, <laughs> the speaker code, and then something code. explodes. I didn't realize <laughs> yeah. that could happen. Yeah, I, it's what exploded. That's not powered. <laughs> no speakers explode. Hey, Alex, I see that amp back there. Uh, go shove your guitar in, and will will your amp blow up if you do that? <laughs> just don't. It's oh, like that poor I, speaker cone. I like, don't. It doesn't expect a guitar head stock to come. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I gotta go back. I don't know if you guys remember, but I know Bobby talks about it in his book, the filming of this video, and he talks about the explosion. Yeah. And like, didn't he like his hair catch on fire or something? Or he like he didn't know that it was going to be as big as like it was kind of prefaced preface to him. There's some kind yeah. of mystique around the explosion. You got to go read the book. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like a car accident in a, in a movie where it's like, no, the car shouldn't have blown up just by kind of barely rolling down that hill and then it just explodes. <laughs> yeah, and <that's> <laughs> right, right. It's a little shot right. from a nine millimeter and the car goes. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, there he goes. So Bobby rocks blown. Hold on. There, there. Okay, yes. I don't understand that. I do not. What is Mark Slaughter doing right there? He's just pumping the air. Wait, I, what is he doing? Like this inexplicable guy that just comes flying out. Like you can see him jump. He's like, all right, go. It's like three, two, one, jump. It's like, <laughs> it's you can like see some... the crew guy on the ladder. Right there, you can see the crew. All right, there we go. Can you stop? I love that. Kisses the jacks. Here we go. And Poor guitar. Dana half-heartedly topples his stack. I love how he throws up his hands there. Wait, wait, can we talk? He's like, oh my god, oh my god. I I need to talk about the pump in the air and the guy on fire again. Because it's like, we're we're at some kind of like, I I don't know, it it feels like some kind of weird cult you know, gathering or whatever. It's like, uh, we're sacrificing this dude. That comes out of nowhere. I don't even understand the concept of this guy well, being they, on fire, they, and then he scene, falls to the ground. This, this, scene, this scene, stuff. I don't understand this concept. This scene is where I I buy that they were joking and they were taking yes. it over the top because there was absolutely no reason for this. But they're like, well, we've, but, but they're like, we've gone this far. 
Might as well throw the whole kitchen sink at it and just have a guy on fire jumping off of a ladder or whatever. It's just like they wanted they they wanted to make a music video that was going to be talked about for thirty plus years, and they they succeeded. What they should have done is they should have had the audience on fire. You know what I mean? Some, like they should have been somehow. so hot of a band that they lit their audience on yeah. fire, rather than yeah, having I, this guy, yeah, can, yeah, this stagehand, just running across in a fire suit. Right. Yeah. I'm not sure. There's a better insurance. way to do this video. This yeah. is not as well done as as headed for a heartbreak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and check out this. this, this page Oh, right here. It's just unbelievable. Just look at him. He, he tries kicking it off. He just sort of shoves it and comes and throws his arms up in the air. Oh, yeah, and then Bobby just exploding out of the kit. I like how we get the symbol. We get the symbol. Wait, like how he has uh, another guitar shoving it through the hole again. Wait, that's the same shot. Same shot. It's, it's the, the same, same shot. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course. I mean, look at all right. We got, we got, we got V, V, V. Yeah, it's there, right? Uh, Of course, we got V right here too. I want to know. I want to know what. I want to know what happened to those leather pants. Is there a? uh, I I don't know. Why? Why do you care? He's probably (laughs) still wearing them. Dude, it feels like it likes to be Vinny for a day in '86. (laughs) No, I get it. But yeah. That's uh, boys are gonna rock. Yeah, All that's, right. I think we, that's uh, it. Where I think do we, we go from there? Oh. Yeah, this ends the video portion. So join us on the podcast for the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, Kevin, take it away. Shoot you full of love, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's that's where we're going next. Track two. I'm gonna start it off right from the top. I know, Kev, you're going to agree with me here, but that opening Oh, riff, man. I mean, come on. What a riff. What a riff. Incredible. I mean, I this is such a fantastic song coming out of track two. Uh, and the thing here, I mean, obviously the guitar is great. I was actually learning these songs last night. I sent you guys a little surprise. I don't know if any of you guys watched it, but I was up late last night learning some Vinny. And uh, I sent it in the Skype chat. You, oh, could, okay. you could watch it later. But... Uh, yeah, Mark, you were mentioning the pitch on this album and trying to learn these songs last night on guitar. Uh, something very odd about this album. This song yep. is actually a half step higher than standard tuning. So uh, if you occur, well, yeah, it might be like off a little bit, but I had to tune my like guitar up a half step or put a capo on one just to play these songs. 
And yeah, the verse riffs are fantastic. I love some of like the kind of diminished power chords that he does in there. Uh, but the thing, the thing that's always hooked me about this song, and Kevin, maybe you could cue it up a little bit, but the chorus, the loves, the love, it's just, that's so, like, such a warm blanket for me. Oh, it would be farther down uh, in the chorus. Yeah, keep it going. This, this vocal right here is just so good. Yeah, I will agree with you on that just the background way it, vocal. That That is one where the just background the way vocal it, really comes through. Yeah, the way it falls back in and... There's a song later, well, coming up pretty soon, where they talk about how they were trying to basically rip off a Def Leppard song that was hot on the radio at that time. And you almost kind of hear that in the vocals, like that really airy, uh, you know, crystal clean background vocal. Mm -hmm. And I think it's fantastic. I mean, yeah, there's some mindless shredding that happens later on in the song that kind of ruins it. But this is definitely one of the stronger songs uh, for sure. I mean, I really like the lyrics, actually. Um, I think there's like a backing riff right around two minutes that I put in my notes that was pretty good as well. Uh, I have to cue that up as well, or maybe I could try. Yeah. Yeah, that, that kind of power chord, that like that kind of walk-up thing that he does at the end is pretty cool. So, yeah, absolutely fantastic song in my opinion. Yeah, yeah the Can't say enough. Mean- yeah, the vocals. The pitch. Oh, oh, go ahead, Mark. Go yeah. ahead, Chris. You're talking about. Oh, let me talk about pitch uh, yeah. before we get too far from that. So, um, it's it, it's it's called A440, which basically means that the A above middle C is equal to 440 hertz, and that's how all modern music is tuned. Um, and by modern, I say like 20 uh, 20th century and on. Um, I mean, uh, you know, in, in the 16th or 17th century, you know, it was A equaled uh, uh, 428. And then time of Mozart, it was more like 436 like, or 432. People kept trying to tune, to tune orchestras brighter to make them or higher to make them sound brighter. Um, but there's something weird going on with this album in particular. And the only conclusion I can come to is that they sped up the tapes. Yeah. Um, because they did not play in F. And it's not even F. It's a it's a semitone. It's not a half tone up. Let me just play it a little bit, just so we kind of get our. So you know, here's an E. You hear that? Yep. Yep. And here's an F. It's not an F. It's like yeah. The F is too sharp. Well, actually, if you listen to Boy, uh, Boys Are Gonna Rock, that one actually is. This it's one is a little bit yep. lower. But yeah, mm-hmm. basically, I guess a, an easy way to say this is if you just had your guitar, if, if you're a guitar player, right, and you have E, A, D, G, B, E, standard guitar tuning that like 95% of songs are tuned in. If you try to play along to this record, you wouldn't be playing it right. You have to tune your guitar a little bit higher to really play these songs the way that Vinny played them. And I don't think they were trying to make it brighter. I think they were just trying to speed it up, which is they very sped up the tape a little, which yeah. is very possible. And then, and we talked about this on Metallica. Like if you listen to ride the lightning, that album is not in standard tuning. It's a little bit higher. So if you try to play along to that record, you can't, it's going to be a little off. And you listen there, to Van, Van Halen one, that's a half step down. Even rats out of the cellar is E flat, but it's a little off. Yeah. 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 Semitone difference. It's not they didn't tune the guitars down or up. They sped up the tape. Right. Uh, there's one song 
Not Boys are going are gonna to rock. There's one song on this album that is in A440. Only okay. one. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's funny. I, I know I said earlier as far as there not being any real... And I still kind of agree in, in, in mostly uh, that there weren't any real like songs you could call a hit single on here. But this song definitely... And going back to that opening, like really bluesy riff, I think that if there was a single, I don't know, Mark, did they push this as a as a single of the album? They did not. Well, I'm kind of surprised. So. That's a shame because I think this one really this has the hook. You hear that intro and it just pulls you yeah. in. And I'm surprised. You know what that intro it, is? Yeah. Let's let's play this intro because it is just one of those moments. I mean, that is just a standing at the foot of my driveway. Can it we, is a Rumsfeld moment. It is yeah. an unshane moment. Yeah, I want to see people t- listening to me like, top down in my convertible. Right. Crank can and we, shoot you full of love. Can we also talk about how loud that guitar sounds? It is. Like, it cuts, like, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like, like you, you, can, you, you can read articles about how loud... That like Vinny had his amps in the recording of this album. Like I think he had like a whole bunch of stacks and he just had everything like on twelve. And you could just hear it. I mean, obviously it's mixed higher for him to stand out, but it's almost like sizzling how hot that guitar sound yeah. is. And it sounds it's like intoxicating. It actually works how hot it's it sounds. Yeah. I mean that's just heavier because it's it dropped yeah. in D, yeah. yeah. All right. But eh, yeah, it's cool. That was shoot you full of love. It is time to move on. And, and can no, I just talk about the? But you never reply. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Alex. <laughs> Real quick. I was just gonna say. I was just. I was just gonna wrap it up. The innuendo in the song title on that. I've just there's, amazing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, there's, there's, okay. there's, there are a few. There are, <laughs> there are a few moments on here. that one I've got that I'll mention later that really kind of made me laugh. But yeah, yeah go, go, go ahead. Need, go ahead, Kevin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. need shoot you full of love. And do you want to make love? And I want to be your victim. Yeah, like, there's a there's a lot. Consolidate yeah. your ideas. So, it's yeah, hilarious. but th- this I is no it. substitute. My only comment on this, and I think everyone knows where we're going with it. Yeah. Maybe 
getting a little high with my seven points. Uh, the, the issue, too, is that when you listen well, that, to Photograph, how much better produced is that as, like, put oh, yeah. together? Like, it's everything is just so clean with that song. Listening to the listening to those songs, I mean, that was intentional. Like, as you guys, uh, some of you may have read in his book, it was intentional for them to rip off Photograph. But it listening Vinny's to it better be- than that. Yeah, but he listening to better. that, listening to that song back to back, it really is similar. I mean, it's almost in like in the same key. And obviously, Def Leppard's one of my favorite bands, and that song was my first favorite Def Leppard song. But yeah, I, I, I'm kind of stealing your thunder mark. I'm sorry, but I, I don't care. I, this is my favorite song on the album. I I think it's incredible. It doesn't really sound like anything else on the album because everything else is just like kicking the door down, like walking down the street on the on the sunset strip getting into trouble kind of music where this is just like that love ballad but i mean fleischman just kills it here i think it's so catchy the whole song's a warm blanket for me and honestly Vinny solo tolerable here <laughs> 321 let me play I, that i can deal with it here hang on uh here we go right here right here listen to this That that twin guitar line is yes, beautiful. Yes, it is actually. That really showcases the side of his playing. That like he would do a lot of that, more of like the Boston or the Steve Clark style, and uh, all um, systems go. Uh, all yeah. systems go. But this is that one echo of it here. That uh, like, oh, that's so good. Even with the Def Leppard, you know, cloning. <laughs> Everything else fades a little bit faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I will agree. Yeah, this, is pro- this, <laughs> this, is, this is probably the most melodic. I mean, as far as yeah, the guitar playing on here, where you actually kind of. But again, I mean, you kind of have to force yourself to kind of tune it down a little bit. As far as the not that you not. I mean, you hear at the end. I mean, of course, he had to. He had to throw that little shreddy bit a bit in there. But for the most part, yeah, it's very. Uh, it's very. Uh, you're very uh, very tasteful. But yeah. Uh, I'm going to add one uh, uh, video uh, to the um, to the video uh, portion because, yeah, there was one little part there. Yeah, Kevin, if you could play, I'm going to have you set it up and then I'll play the video uh, at 105, that little like word keyboard or whatever underneath the. Uh, um, yeah, if you could. Yeah, just. Uh, yeah, just... OK, all right, stop. OK, now. Um... Anybody out there who knows, you have uh, Phil Collins, I Don't Want to Know, uh, the intro, that that kind of, yeah, yeah sure. that, that, that kind of brought it down a little bit for me, because that's one of the songs off that record that I don't like, because oh, <laughs> it just, yeah, massively, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah, the keyboards, yeah, they didn't really do any, this is probably one of the more dated songs on here, unfortunately, and yeah, I I don't know, it just didn't... Yeah, I mean, aside from the melodic soloing, that it was nice to see him fi- kind of finally doing that in a certain, some context here. It just, uh, yeah, it, it just didn't come together for me. Sure. Um, I kind of like this is the part, uh, and I'm gonna bring it up just this once, where we're you know we've read the blog post about Bobby tracking drums for this album and how how oh, machine like yes. you know he was asked to be and how they were kind of going for that Def Leppard 
sound, but trying to also have this really raw rock sound at the same time. And that's such a hard line to walk. I don't even know if it's possible. And I think, honestly, they get in trouble a little bit trying to do it because it's the sawing sometimes just feels like overdone in a way because it's just like sometimes the backing vocals are too high in in the mix. Sometimes it just feels a little bit too stiff. And we just came off two songs that are a lot more just like fist in your face rockers. And then you just you just mm-hmm. they didn't have much just, though. I mean, they didn't. Yeah, have well, that's true. Well, that's that's why you get yourself a that's why you, an A tier producer to to to, to yeah. bring that in. But that's yeah. But you know what I was saying about all the pieces being here. You have your just you know could not be possibly be any more of the top opener. You have your kind of arena rocking riff heavy two spot. You have your softer but you know your A ballad. You know you had all the pieces. Yeah, I mean, it it was here, but does it translate? Yes, we will. All right, we're going to move on to Animal. guys take that one (laughs) uh let me see i don't really know i'll 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 take it actually i like the riff in this song this is another riff song it's a good riff yes it is and it just god this is the note i had for this song is that if Vinny were just writing the riffs and not always the main guy you could just see this song working so well but this is like I, I, I enough with the solos. That's that's what I put. Cut the solo. Cut the solo. It's time. I'm sorry, your name's on the front of the album, but it's time to cut the solo. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I yeah, got, I, I have yeah. a criticism of this song actually, and it's going to be at an unexpected target. Uh, not Dana, but um, Bobby. Oh, oh no. Here we go. And I know maybe it's just me fresh coming off 15 albums of ripping on Nick Mason. <laughs> But it's, it's it's fresh to have a breath. Yeah, it's so fresh of a breath there to have a talented drummer back there behind the, the skins. But I mean, this is cool. Here, this is the main part. What kind of beat is that? That's too weak. Like it doesn't. Yeah, it, it, it does. It doesn't have. Well, that's what no Vince wanted. That riff though. is just just yeah. full of my, just, It's just full of just energy. And then okay, here's like the pre-chorus. Yeah. 
I don't know. He's just doing the same thing again. It's too drunk. Why is he not sloshing that high hat? That's Vinny's fault. Imagine this song. Instead of the the eighth notes on the the closed high hat, if he were just sloshing the open high hat, that would give it what this song I think it needs. Other than that, it's just kind of like a, eh. Like, it kind of is a very meh song. It it is a a bit mechanical on on that but yeah who, who do we like, who yeah. do we blame for that you know we, we hear about Vinny wanting the drum machine kind i don't, I don't know it's, yeah he was i think he was pretty much i think the dictator yeah I, I can't imagine that bobby had much of a say in anything i mean i mean you read the stories and it was just a complete nightmare yeah work situation so yeah i don't know i i, I wouldn't be too hard on him i think there might have been a little bit of Vinny and his vision it just oh, here's yeah. what it should have been. I know I've played this so many times on the uh, I've, I've played this so many times on the podcast so far. <laughs> but just listen to the drumming. I mean, like that's that's the drum beat I'm looking that, for. Yeah, no, <laughs> like when you when slashing hi hat. If this song was a little faster and it had that aggression, sure. Okay, I'd this back is that. what's I'm telling you, Mark. You're bringing this album down for me because you keep playing songs by other bands, and I hear how just well put together they are and i'm like man that's how i'm just pumping my fist in the air to that okay okay van halen and def leppard probably the one and two of the 80s if you don't want to get wussy with bon jovi but i'll I'll say though that's why you end up as a c or d level if you can't get to that level that's where you end up yeah, but and the they, point is that we're referencing a songwriting context of those bands. It's the production that is is where who well, dropped the ball. That will look at the producers on this album: Vinnie Vincent and Dana Strum. They yeah. it probably would have been helpful to get somebody else in there, but uh, they didn't want to do well, that. I but, don't know. Th- those yeah, Eddie fills too are pretty top notch in that song. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was just gonna say. I mean, fantastic opening riff, like like we stated. I love the verse chords, and uh, I'll cue this up here. Right around three minutes, there was a riff that I heard that I feel like kind of got lost on me before, but I heard it, and I just I loved this. Like it's like this riff is hard. So like, let me play this right around three minutes. I'll see if I can uh, point out where it is, but. Right there. Very Metallica. Yeah, it just yeah. got like that hardcore, like Metallica riff to it. I'm like, damn, maybe that's a little hard. bit of that's maybe sick. a little bit of early, yeah, maybe a little bit early yeah. Motley too. Yeah, sure. that kind of that. that yeah, kind of and then jug. I wrote, I wrote here too. I'm like, song is is, is great. I mean, it, it's not one of my favorites, but it, it it's still a good one. I said it's great, but then I'm like, Jesus, Vinny. <laughs> Like just take it easy at the end, because yeah. yeah, I'll, I, I, I'll, I'll queue up like right around five minutes. Five minutes. I mean, I yeah, the four. song is that long. Well, here, well, here. Let let me. I had four, like I we're not playing it. I had four fifty. Yeah, like, let me uh, let me just play and I want, this. I want people. I yeah, want people let me to listen to this. Yeah, let me let me <laughs> let me full minute. Let me just, play just this. No, I'm not gonna do that. Let me play this. And you'll see where this song ends and where it should have ended. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, let me let me back that up. Boom. End the song right there. But, but what happens? And there's still another 30 seconds of that. <laughs> just like know when you're out, when you're on top, and just cut it. Because you're ruining this. God. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I don't mind it. It's, don't a, mind it's, it. it's, it's still that playing is raw, though. There's something about it that's raw. Save it for your live guitar solo, then. Yeah, yeah I, I, I can buy that. Not, not I can buy that for sure. Yeah. There's just something about the playing that's more interesting than just some YouTube shredder. 20 years later, no, just mechanically... It, it, going through you know scale. what story like, i just... love hearing is when Vinny was on the kiss creatures of the night tour oh, no, 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 no. no 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 i just no. love how how freaking gene says that his solo was the bathroom break and it's like i, I wonder why it's the bbw well no maybe this is his f you to gene and Paul, maybe right maybe okay. maybe and maybe you're allowed one of those yeah, on the album yeah we'll, the audience. we'll keep I don't know. going and then we'll evaluate the other outro solos as we uh, get onto the b side how about that okay <laughs> we'll, we'll settle this argument on the b side um but yeah i think we got to move on to and closing out the a side with twisted They're horsey. Yeah, that's what I had written in my notes. <laughs> it does sound kind of like a name. Like, I was like, Bobby. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this is definitely them trying to do like mid 80s priest. I mean, that guitar solo section just, yeah. just right out of the Glenn Tipton book of, well, not, not as tasteful, but uh, but still, yeah, even the riffing is very much. Uh, uh, Fleischman sounds just like Halford. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Uh yeah, Kevin, if you could play it forty seconds, I mean that's just a that's just a priest riff right there. Yeah. yeah let me cue that up. Electronic hit. I love those those I was waiting for Rob just uh, or uh, for Rob Halford just to jump in there, but unfortunately uh <sighs> Uh, hey, I'm gonna back up Fleischman and say that for guy, I again, I don't like the shredders and I don't like guys who just sit in that upper range. But at least Fleischman sounds like Fleischman in that upper range. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can still tell that it's him. Yeah, yeah it's, I, it's not as yeah, it's definitely not as scratchy as uh, Mark Slaughter, where it kind of gets up there. It's almost like eh, yeah, where you kind of uh, yeah. I was, feel the throat. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I mean, obviously, that opening twisted vocals are so iconic. Like I, I love that that's a great part and also like what's that one firehouse song on uh uh hold your fire <laughs> what's that you know that song kevin on uh, on hold your fire that opens yeah, up Kevin's wait 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 what, 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 the opening you know song? what song i'm talking no 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 uh what's that song on hold your fire by firehouse where it just starts off with the the layered vocals oh yeah and then before uh, get it kicks in, touch. in incredible song get in touch incredible, incredible. yeah go 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 do yourself a favor and listen to that song. But I love that part. But I will say, 
you know, this one took a little while for me to to kind of love it. Um, I forgot about the Bobby solo at the end. I remember him talking about it in his book, but then I forgot about it. But I will say, I, I kind of don't like the verse uh, vocals that much, to be honest. It seems just kind of like the, he was really trying something there and he didn't have too many ideas and he just like, ah, this will work. But the chorus kind of makes up for it. And, and I think it's good musically. And yeah, of course, Bobby going nuts at the end. And, you know, I appreciate Vinny, if anything, like letting Bobby shine here. Cause like, yes, yeah. the, the drums are over the top, just like the guitars are. And that he didn't need to go that long with that Tom <laughs> Phil, but you know, it's over the top and it's hilarious and it's a talking point. So I, I got to applaud it for that. Yeah. God, beautiful. That is such a good song. <laughs> that is a good song oh, all the way through. It sounds terrible. It sounds God so good. The vocals are massive. I love Huge. it. Huge. All right. We got to flip over the record now. Um, do you want to make love? I don't know. Vinny, do you want to make love? Vincent and the O'Neaters. <laughs> ah, indeed. Yeah. It, it, this, I, I mean, I, I love that bridge right before the end of the solo, that kind of like chromatic step up. Um, I think it's one of his better solos on the album. Um, I, 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 I kind of disagree. I guess I do disagree. I don't know, maybe he agrees. But Alex with uh, Shoot You Full of Love in the two spot, I believe this should have gone in the two spot. Um, I, I feel like this is just a, a perfect, bright... You know, if boys are going to rock, are just kind of that all in your face. It's still kind of a little dark. You kind of want that bright arena opener. And I think this is the arena opener for it. I feel like this song is kind of misplaced deep into the album here. Um, Or maybe you just consolidate because you don't really need shoot you full of love. And do you I mean, it just kind of all blends together at this point. But I think this is a a, a pretty solid song just for for a deep cut. I mean, I guess this is the opener to the the B side. So thinking of it that way. Yeah. Um, And, you know, this this I want to point out a Vinnie Phil at uh, um, what is it? One twenty five. That's it's a nice little guitar fill. Yeah. I know I know it's something that Eddie hasn't done, but uh, I, I, this is kind of where I'm getting to. This is where I kind of came to my realization of what this album might 
sure maybe should have been was uh, just take it in a more pop sounding direction. Kind of the all systems go, kind of where Bon Jovi was going at the time, where Van Halen was at the time, where you know Van Halen was still you could it was still a pyrotechnic guitar album, but Fifty One Fifty was definitely more pop oriented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this is definitely a chart topping, and and you know have the shreddy pyrotechnics in there too, and say like, hey, I'm a I'm a guitar player, and I'm I'm better than anyone else, not named Eddie, and uh, I can also write a good song too. Does anybody so, else like more of that? Yeah. Does anybody else hear that '50s '60s influence in this song? Well, yeah. I don't hear it so much here, but there is a song later on the record where I totally hear I was it. thinking that, yeah, 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 do oh, you yeah. want to oh, okay. make love? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, okay. I just, that, that <laughs> right I can, before. I suppose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where was that? Yeah. Three, I want to say, no, 240 or something. I, I got to play that again. It's kind of like Buddy Holly-ish or something. I believe it. sounds like you know what that that? sounds like that sounds like the yeahs and uh and uh billy idol say yeah 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 is that in money that song oh money money yeah money money it's kind of like taking it from that in a way which isn't that wasn't that a cover of a of a earlier song i gotta brush up on my billy idol uh trivia but anyway uh, i'll just say yeah i don't have a whole lot to say about this one a, a deep cut but i do like it uh chorus is great and again those do you want to make love background vocals it's it's given me that warm blanket the same way shoot you full of love did it's just that clean airy yep. duff leopardy kind of almost van Tom, halen-esque tommy james background. and the shondells yeah there you go. Yeah, this yeah, is what where a 68 yeah. name too. Yeah. Yeah, this is where yeah, the music really uplifts of what what really is a mediocre a lyrical kind of foundation. I mean, yeah, the chorus is do you want to make love okay? How many times has that been used in a, a song throughout <laughs> pop history? But it's yeah. got the U in it. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it's got but the it's, Y-O-U. It, but it's, Get the Y-O-U. Oh, it yeah. That, this yeah, this, this yeah, this is a perfect example of yeah, when yeah, the music is catchy enough that it lifts and uh, what would normally be a mediocre song and because i like you hate to admit it but it's like yeah, this is great it just it makes you want to sing makes you want to yeah yeah mm-hmm. just uh, get nutty i think mediocre might even be generous too yeah it is very generic um but uh and funny enough probably the most van halen guitar solo or sounding guitar solo on the album too yeah that uh i mean a little bit more precise from Vinny, but you can just hear the yeah it just sounds like something off of the first four records yeah that guitar solo that kevin played yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's move on to the second track on the B side, which is Back on the Streets.
Boy, Robert and, and Vinny together here. God. This is the song. Like, if, if I wanted to hear one song of them perform live, I think it's this one. I, I the, To me, this is the B ballad. If uh, No Substitute is the A ballad, uh, I think the B ballad is better than the A ballad, personally. I take this song over No Substitute. Uh, well, uh, I, I'm I'm just gonna chime in. I'll, I'll say uh, this was technically marketed as the second single on the album. <laughs> Don't know if I necessarily agree with that. I will say the song was great until <laughs> that part. Until somebody had to come in and step all it's over. It's three fifty two, and there's a minute left, and you know exactly what God, that minute is is then, filled with. Man, <laughs> yeah, I. I've yeah, my no- compliment on the plane here at two thirty-two. <laughs> I, I think there's some nice playing. I, yeah, my, I don't know my notes, my, my, yeah, my notes are starting to become to become pretty predictable here because I hit it like three fifty. Yeah, where it's just like okay, I, I, yeah, like okay, this is where, yeah, you've got that really solid thumbs up, and then you got however what number speed bump is this at this point or pothole in this record? Yeah, yeah that. Somebody should have kind of grabbed Vinny by the arm and said, no. <laughs> yeah, but, no. but he's still trying to pl- but, uh, play. Bad producer. I, I will say. <laughs> I, I like this solo here. Yeah. I mean, let's just. Let's just... shreddy but i mean there's moments of it that's got that yeah there's, very there's brief moments you like like microseconds of moments which <laughs> is not enough to list yeah yeah and why is that guitar that. mic i mean i know why but why is it mixed that high like dude we know you can shred who cares <laughs> yeah you, you, yeah I, I hate to say it oh uh, who's, who's yeah, that, that you, was Kevin me. I, I was gonna yeah. say that like my problem with this song is actually my biggest problem outside of the the relentless shredding at the end is actually no fault of their own it's the fact that one to six years later every single hair metal band would be writing a swinging ballad called back on the streets it's like the long way home it's i well john norum bought this song from Vinny, but i i can just see like i don't know i'm gonna go bring feel- up like tangier or something yep. and then there's gonna be a back yep. on the streets and there's gonna this it's pretty white. Yeah, there's gonna be one of these songs that's like it, in the seventh or eighth track. It's gonna dun 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 dun, dun you know, and then it's gonna be yeah, the, I, I, the generic lyrics, and it's. Just, I, I'm not saying it's bad. It's you. not I their like, fault, but it would just become. Don't you like the deeper the love? The only white snake song I love. I, I do like the what? deeper the love, but um, it's it doesn't have the same swing feel. It's more straight. Yeah, I, I, I unfortunately had kind of the, the, this. Even the riffing is. Generic. I don't know. I felt like I've heard this song many times before, and I couldn't. I was trying to find a specific example, and I couldn't. But it's just like I know this has been done, yeah, at nauseum many times, and even because I know Fleischman. I, I know was initially briefly in Journey, but those vocals really remind me of the higher register of Steve Perry, and that was another like they did it better in that band. I'm sorry. Um, I know, Mark, I know you love this. I know you've been defending it, but this was the moment where I just felt like they were kind of running out of gas, where it's just, okay, they're not, they're just trying to, they're pulling from too many different influences and trying to put something together. 
No, uh, look, this song sticks in your head. Does am I the only one that has this song? I'm walking around my house just thinking back, well, back. I have nowhere near that range for for him. But I mean, it's just it's kind yeah, of yeah. But there's but there's probably been about half a dozen other examples of this type of song that I would probably yeah. Like that, that it was funny. I was sitting here listening to it. I'm like, I've heard this effing song somewhere else. Like I don't know, just like the yeah, just the musical foundation just feels like. Yeah, yeah, and I know. It, it, even Kevin was, yeah, that it was something that just became kind of a, yeah, a, a, yeah foundational well, I mean, thing for, Chris, for every. Chris, you've also been kind of pounding the uh, lyrical uh, weaknesses of the, the songwriting weaknesses or lyrically of this album. I think this is a good moment here. Man, I like the lyrics in this song, and it's one that stands out. I mean, it, obviously, it's going to be a little bit deeper than some of the other rockers, but uh, I, I like. I like. This the is actually the one where I feel like it could have used some. Background vocals in the chorus, you know, after he says, Yeah, I'm back, back on mm-hmm. the streets, you know, something like that. Maybe it would have mm-hmm. given the chorus sure. a little bit more weight. Yeah, I don't yeah, maybe, know. Yeah, you, yeah, you could, yeah, you, I guess you could say for me personally, maybe because again, I didn't really pay attention to the lyrics, and maybe because, yeah, I just felt the music really wasn't, uh, it wasn't original, it wasn't very unique. I mean, not that this we're talking about an original, unique album here, but I mean, this one really kind of screamed, yeah, like okay, we just need, yeah, we need to hook something or hook some familiarity in here, and it just didn't work for me. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, uh, some I like the back and forth that we had on back on the streets. Appreciate it, um, mm-hmm. but we're gonna move on to I wanna be your victim. <laughs> Talk about yeah, my two favorite uh, verses. Yes, yeah, suck my will, swallow me whole, and yeah, spread me eagle, have no mercy. Oh boy, yeah, man, what a what what a what a lyric for the time, yeah, or, or, or set of lyrics for the time. Yeah, for this one, I just had it's just yeah, it's fun, but it's just it's like the the epitome of a stock rock song on an '80s album. Yeah, it uh, it does what it sets out to do, but it doesn't do it any more or less. Yeah, yeah I, I don't you know, know what yeah. got this one just, for me? Um, I'm gonna bring this up here. This this is what it reminds me of. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I can't try fifty five. Oh yeah. I don't hear it. No, that's uh there's only one way to rock. Yeah, a little bit. Oh yeah, I hear that. Which which that song's like, like ten times better. Oh yeah, that's why that's but why no, it was a hit. Yeah, I was yeah. I was just gonna say for this one. Uh, I, I I said f yeah. That's how you start off a song, but it 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 goes down pretty much after that. Uh, I I don't yeah. know if I if I like it that much after that. And honestly, I was uh, 
I think I was trying to like find something in those backing vocals, kind of like in a Do You Want to Make Love or in uh, Shoot You Full of Love. I was like, ah, oh, man, this one just doesn't have it for me. The I want to be. I just, eh, it just, I, I feel like they could have figured something else out there. I didn't really care for that so much. So good opening. I uh, appreciate Dana kind of bumping around at the beginning, but yeah, I know it's, it's kind of stock. Yeah, that's you know, for me, guy. this is the stocks on the rise song. Really, mm. I just I I don't know what Kevin thinks of this yet, but uh, I I I love how straightforward it is, and then how it just throws in that you know that um, you know like the four and the uh, the five chord, uh, or just kind of like that minor twist to it. Um, I, I I love I love how they were almost hinting at it, and for some reason I don't know why, Vinny was so anti synthesizer at the time, but. Don't tell me you can listen to this verse and not just hear an incredible 1986 synth. That should have been a massive arena synth right there. Just a like a Bon Jovi fill them up. Like that would have made the song. That would have been the hook for me. Um, yeah, I like this song. I don't know. I, I feel, feel like this is like maybe we're closer to where Van Halen should have been in 1986. Um, you know, just straightforward rockers, just they could have used a few more of those. And Honestly, I don't know, kind of reminds me of... The fact that you mentioned that, it kind of reminds me of OU812 or something. At least at least the background vocals kind of do, like more more mm-hmm. vocally. It kind of seems like one of like those deep cuts of OU812, like a sucker in a three-piece or a source of infection or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let me play something. Uh, let me try to pull this up fast. Um that uh it's it's a um song that's f- much further or four years off um but it's just kind of like just reminds me of that straight up rock and then they throw in that little you know that little chord change in the chorus and it just works so well this is rucka pit bridge by tough oh boy <laughs> I mean, it yes. just kind of got that where it's pretty much straightforward, and then they throw in that down, 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 down. Like, it's just that. That was you know, way cool. better. Change, I got I got to I got to You know, it's funny. You give us crap for liking Firehouse, but then you throw on some tough and are all into it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll Firehouse is 100% wuss music. No. What? 100%. What? You are and tough only, is pretty wuss. Tough isn't? You are, tough is pretty. You are only 100%. <laughs> okay? He's going off the, the band name alone. Okay. You, okay, you must have. Good guys wear black. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like it's, Rob Zombie. I don't know about that. A little bit. Better a little, than Firehouse. Uh, Firehouse. This is, is a Vinnie Vincent. This is a Vinnie yeah. Vincent podcast. Let's bring it in. But I, I'll, I'll back you up. That tough clip you played was great. I like that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we got to get to another song. That's Baby O, our second to last track here.
I am manually stopping that one. Uh, Mark's taking I the lead on. He's taking the lead I... on Baby O. Just ignore it. Just ignore the solo. Just pretend just it isn't there. Ignore Vinny spazzing in the corner. The I just see a face yeah, in the corner. How the band is trying to write the song. What an incredibly written song. What a deep cut. I love how it's got that Van Halen, like, street party, I can't drive 55. Like, it's... I mean, yeah. I just see Marty walking over to Biff's, you know, like it's, it's, it's uh, yeah, that, totally that. Yeah. But then that chorus is just incredible. It's, I it's love terrible. it. You know what? I, <laughs> I mean, just the way it comes in all oh, All your clicks here that I'm hearing are just shredding. But it's good. Look, here you are. You know such what? An end of the night song. I guess. I guess. It's it's one thirty a.m. No. Like you're you're ready to go home or all right. Know, like, all right. You know, all right. Here's such a great eighties. Here's what I'm gonna. Feeling. Here's what I'm gonna say about this song. I will agree with that. The Van Halen Street Party part that you played with some of those chords. I hear it for sure. And I was trying hard to get into this chorus. And this is the song where I think the backup vocals actually ruin it because it's almost it almost sounds like this should this is a different band to me. It's like almost too bubblegummy for the rest yeah, of the fl- album. Flooded. It- <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Kevin, you mentioned the O'Neaters and like 50s and 60s. This is what I'm getting here. And like, I don't know if it's the title, like Baby O, right? Just think of like Grease or like the malt shop or the soda fountain. Or something or like Justin that. Bieber. Baby. Yeah, cry yeah. babe, cry baby. But that's just totally what I hear here. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's just I feel like the chorus where yeah, yeah, it's catchy. It's almost just too bright and a little too harsh for the rest of the album. And it's like it kind of is a little out of place. So I just it, I don't know. I was you know it's funny. I was thinking I won't. Yeah, the the band who shall not be named. Uh, the song Shandy off of the Unmasked. Yeah, that it's just. Flooded with estrogen, no muscle, yeah, no. Yeah. I like. So I do agree. No, uh, no, no, no. Are you we, listening to? You gotta cut the firehouse trash talk. He, yeah, no, he, he listened to he, love, uh, love, love of a, of a lifetime, lifetime, and that and is that's it. it. Love of a lifetime, and, but, and the other uh, one that sounds exactly like yeah, that. Okay, one. Okay, you gotta yeah, listen I, to the rest. It's, 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 it sounds yeah like an '80s era Paul Stanley yeah kind of chorus. It just is too, especially with that. I, I, I agree, Mark. Yeah, that riff. Opening riff is very Van Halen. I did like that, but then it runs out of gas right away, and I just like that chorus. Just uh, I, 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 I can't. It's well, almost I'll like it's almost like it discoy like, a at, little bit. I, I'm actually. It's yeah. got like it's that cool. Kiss Dynasty era. I'll throw. I'll throw. I'm gonna throw in my lot with Mark on the chorus. Actually, I don't mind Thank the song. You. I don't mind the song. Vin, I thought we were Vinny, friends. Vinny ruins it with the solos at the end. Of course end. he does. That that's yeah. that's yeah, just what does. it is. No, it I, honestly uh... felt like the band kept playing, and he was just like in a face in corner. Just we don't know what he's doing, but the <laughs> tape is still rolling, and the the band is still right. kind of like baby, yeah. and just kind of looking over at him as he continues to play. And they're like, <laughs> "He's stopping it too." I, I, Keep going with the chorus. Keep going because he's not stopping. And that's like, oh, okay. God, the, the song would have been so much better. I just, oh. Well, we keep I, I comparing just... them to Van Halen and Def Leppard on one side, and then we compare him to Tough and Firehouse on the other side. 
but there's the I mean that's the, a massive the point pull. is that <laughs> I mean could any of those bands outside of Van Halen write a song like this and have it on their record besides Van Halen can they have poison having this on their record yeah, it, it would be terrible it would be like that what Mama's Blues or whatever my daddy's bad like a band that has this kind of songwriting diversity <laughs> what was it it's like look no, she, oh, come on. All right, we're Poor all Poor Blues. Maybe Poor another band blues. that has the songwriting diversity of this album. Yeah, it's just not, it's, yeah, there's diversity, but there's no, it's not, like, there's no strength, though. I mean, it's yeah. like, okay, like, there's great, okay, the riff is great, okay, but the, it just, yeah, again, I go back to what we, what I've t- talked about in uh, previous uh, discographies, yeah, where just, where, how it hits the audible right. senses in my ear. I Agreed. just can't, I can't get it i know i, I have love to. it and that's just your person i actually agree I with can't. chris here yeah, yeah. i mean it, it like objectively if it's it, pro- probably fine it's yeah, probably but fine I, but when you listen to eight songs of just like kick the door down fist pumping rock outside of maybe no substitute and then you get this kind of like bubblegum <laughs> pop you know, freaking <laughs> grease singing on the football, <laughs> singing on singing on the football bleachers. It's just like uh, maybe like leave it for another project, or I don't know. It and, just kind of ruins. Say, I mean, yeah, I mean, me I mean the, the Vinny song um, off the second album. Uh, I think it's Euphoria. No, no, not that. That's the thirty p. Thirty p. Third ballad <laughs> off of. <laughs> Where have I been? Where's this Ec- ecstasy? Oh, ecstasy. Yeah, where it's totally not a hair metal song at all like you can hear that it's it's straight up you know written for happy days or whatever Vinny was writing for before. exactly like it just, but but he, he manages to make it work and i'm, I'm impressed by that that he can take yeah. something and 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 shove it in a hair metal 1986 yeah, you know I, tight I suit know. with with aquanet and 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 it's, it's it works like it's yeah. still it's coherent True. Just, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm no i'm not making a strong argument when i'm arguing for it to be coherent <laughs> but i'm just saying i think it's so far beyond the you know, the pile that it's thrown into you know the gold selling records you know the 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 um you know the the the, the toughs and and the the bang tangos and the kickses and like you <laughs> know like that whole pile of records Elva, there's the Vinny. there's something more to this record it doesn't belong in that pile i agree i mean they had a bigger budget too so yeah i the guess the rocks gang bit, yeah. and uh, even still like those bands Faster pussy But did they shoot and, and themselves? They could go on all did day. They shoot London themselves just, in the foot. Is that why it's in that pile? They had no foot. They sucked to begin. <laughs> no, I'm talking yeah. about. I'm <laughs> talking no about Vinnie Vincent invasion. Did they shoot them? Did, yeah, did, he did. So they're kind of the they're their their own reason for being in the pile. But yeah, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But yeah. but, it, but it doesn't deserve to be in that pile. Well, well unfortunately, it's just, it yeah. It, unfortunately, the reality that's it, why it it's so is. interesting. This this, <laughs> yeah. this whole story because he had the talent to really be. I mean, he had the talent. He had the record label backing. Maybe not the skill in promotion or managerial or production, um, but at least they, they threw the money I'll, at him. Like they let him like go I'll with say it. That. This is what's big now. You just left the biggest one of the bigger bands in the world. Maybe not at the time, but here's your opportunity uh, and you know like i can kind of relate to that like you have all the opportunity in the world and you, you put something you're like you're better than the genre i, I will you know like you're you're yeah, I, like like winger kind of like we were talking sure. about earlier I, I will say this though um without the stories and the lore and the entire drama yep. surrounding this 
I know where this is I'm going. I'm not nearly as interested in this album that I, than I or otherwise would would be. I mean, this I agree. is 100%. But, but like like Mark you said, like albums are a snapshot in time and I think that's the story behind this album makes that even stronger and listening to it's this It's the story. Yeah, lis- it's the listening lore. to this album like makes it that story that much interesting. It's like the sound this album is the soundtrack to that story as opposed to the story being the behind the, the album. You know, I yeah, feel yeah. like it's the actually the opposite where this 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 is a soundtrack to the movie as opposed to where the movie's made about the album. Mm-hmm. So that that's, that's great. The, yeah, I mean, I, I love that, that. that. That helps the album for me. Yeah, I I, okay. I, I can't say I can't say can yeah, I can't say that it it helps or hurts because it is, you know, I can't disassociate the story from this anymore. Unfortunately, because it's so it's so strong. Unfortunately, I mean, just because of how much an eccentric personality Vinny is, yeah, where it kind of it's almost like like an anchor. Unfortunately, around the neck of the album. Sure. Um, so, well, but, I mean, maybe it's one of those things like I was talking about with uh, Pink Floyd and Roger and uh, Animals, where you know it's got two sides of it that are working in opposition, and the fact that it manages to hold itself together is part of the spectacle. Right. So, all right, well, uh, let's close this out with Invasion. This is All right. my stocks on the rise song. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody's not here. Not everyone has it just passed nope, out already uh, on the turntable. No, nope, I, I, I'm gonna give it the. There we go. It's my own this stocks song? on the, the rise. Too. Can you play the chorus Can too? I, eight minutes. Let's just skip ahead. It's not an eight minute song. It's not an. It's a four yeah. and a half minute song. <laughs> It feels like some kind of weird merge between GTR and Iron Maiden. Yes, GTR. It's like, I yep. love that. Uh, I forget the feedback nonsense that, like, I can't tell because on the record that was supposed to just repeat. And on the CD, you get yeah. minutes of feedback garbage at the end, which, you know, I, I as somebody like putting out the CD, I would have cut, you know, as a producer or whatever. It just, I don't know whose decision that was on the CD version, the digital version. But man, I, I just, this is the one. I'm pumping iron in the basement. In v- <laughs> I'm like, man, this song rocks. It's so good. This song rocks. I like this song. It's something different. It's something different at the end. This is maybe, not like any if, other song on the album. And I love it because that's of that. That's true. That is true. That is true. Maybe I should have cut out the 
last three minutes because that did kind of make it harder to absorb. Yes. Um, Please don't tell me you sat through all that. <laughs> uh, I did. Well, hey, I'm a, I'm a He's professional. I, He's a professional. I was waiting to see. I was, I, I was waiting to see if it if it was gonna bleed into another like two minutes uh, outro solo that doesn't go anywhere. But uh, <laughs> there's a minute. Yeah, there's a minute of feedback, and then suddenly. <laughs> Yeah, so I, uh, yeah, just for discussion's sake, but, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, yeah, I mean, the, I will give it that, uh, like, that, after, like, the trem-picking trem section, that, uh, verse section does, did kind of remind me of, like, 80s Rush a little bit, like, with those very, I don't know what kind of chords those are, I mean, they were kind of, uh, pretty cool, actually, um, again, I had to listen to it a few times to really kind of appreciate it. Like um, a four chord, and then they're going to like the the it would be like the sharp five on the four was it chord. okay? I, I thought that was kind of unique, and uh, but yeah, it kind of gave me like hold your fire kind of era, uh, kind of uh, melodic uh, melodic choices. And I don't know if, if if it's just me, but yeah, Kevin at 120, uh, the chorus really sounds like uh, like something out of a uh, like a Dokken, uh, out of a Dokken song. Yeah, there. Yeah, that sounds yeah like like Dream Warriors a little bit. Yeah, so that was, and I don't know if I should. That's a good thing. uh, Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That kind (laughs) of. I I guess I. You're the Dokken fan here, aren't you? Yeah, I I like Dokken, but I yeah I I don't want to see it in other. So yeah, when you start ripping Dokken, I mean I know this is '86, but still, I mean Dokken did it better. That just so so reminds me of GTR. Something about the those. And I tried. I actually went and listened. That's why I sent you the GTR live album. Oh, because 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 I was actually listening to GTR because of this song. It just got some like imagining or here I wait. It's it's not. It's not quite either. There's even a little bit like of no, and there's a little bit of death leopard. If it sounds like uh, like Billy's got a gun or something, mm-hmm. or, it sounds I mean, like Pyromania era Def Leppard a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a little late to be. You know, I don't want to know if I want to be sounding like that in '86. <laughs> but um, you know, in some ways, it's nice to have a break. I like how it just have that the machine gun riffing, and then it's got that. Like it just it's a song that goes a number of different places, um, and it is the only song in the album that is an A4. Uh, Alex, uh, you're a little quiet over there. You want to pipe in on this song, or uh, you're just gonna sit uh, back? <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry. This out of out of the album. This one just I tried. Uh, it maybe because it's at the end of the album, but there was it's, it's, there was nothing memorable about it to me. Unfortunately, it just uh, it did the least for me out of all the songs. And there was again more mindless riffing at the end in case we didn't get enough. <laughs> woo, woo. So, yeah, that, that doesn't count. It doesn't no, it is. Count. It's, 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 no, 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 no. I mean before that, <laughs> okay. like there was more. Like, like if anything, I can forgive it on some of the songs because there's like a hook or there's a great vocal here. But this one, I mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. I appreciate it. That is a little bit different than anything else on the song. And, you know, it's cool to kind of get that sort of like trim picking on the A or whatever that that he's playing throughout the verse. I guess that's kind of cool. I got to brush up on my GTR. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think the Steve Howe, Steve Hackett, super group. Yeah, right. I, I think just the vocally I was expecting because everything else, like I could find at least something in there to to get be memorable, like from a vocal line. And I, and I kind of stated that earlier on, like as big as this is a guitar album, I like it just for the hooks and for the catchiness to me, like I'm here for Rob to be, to be honest and, and Bobby, but you know, 
and some of the riffs, yeah. but it's something about Invasion. There was just like there wasn't anything there that it's like, oh, yeah, I'm, oh yeah, let me I'm, go back to that one. I'm starting to kind of agree with you on that. Yeah, that, that uh, yeah, that they're even now remembering all the yeah. Aside from the those little weird little kind of '80s rush moments, I don't really. I didn't really internalize any other parts of the so song. So interesting because this is this is one of the only ones that I went back to because of the hook, <laughs> and it's so oh, really? interesting. Yeah, no it's so interesting yeah. how we're like totally split on, on yeah, on yeah. And, and also the the structure of the song is a little bit different too. You know they don't they don't they don't get they don't hit you with the chorus right away. They they back off a little bit. Yeah. All right, now to the now to the moment we've all been waiting yes, for. Yeah, let's see how are we gonna take it away. No trivia today. Yes, hang on. And now, love it or flush it. Okay. So if you've made it this far and you're interested in hearing more, this is where we love flush by or terminate each track on the album. So based on the debate that we've had, the back and forth, the arguing. Uh, we are going to ultimately decide whether or not we love each track, whether we flush each track, whether we buy each track, which is the track essentially we are trying to say is the takeaway from the album that we would use to convince others to listen to it, uh, I guess, or not in some people's cases, uh, or we terminate uh, the track, which means it should have never existed. Why did they make it? What were they thinking? What were they smoking? Get it out of my face. We each get one buy and one terminate and must love or flush the rest. So tonight's order, Alex, take it away. Yeah, tonight's order is going to be Kevin, Chris, myself, God, and Mark. And let's first? let's open it up. Track one, boys are going to rock. What do we think? I'm going to give this a love, Alex. I'm going to keep it around. You, you have to. You have to. You gotta. It's the definitive. You got to. Yeah. It is. Chris? Yes, yeah, same big love. Yeah, it's just it's almost a cornerstone of the record. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna agree as well, Mark. Yeah, uh also agree. How, how could you not uh I mean if you if you don't love this track, I, I just just pitch it. Like just, just scratch the vinyl over your knee. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're pull, not going pull a Vinny on his kind guitar of, in the music video. Kind of kind of the linchpin right. of the yeah. whole record, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move it on over to track two, Shoot You Full of Love. Uh, Kev, what do you think? Uh, there's something about that riff that just buries into your soul, so I'm going to give it a love. Chris? Um, it meets my, uh, uh, as far as my qualifications for uh, hookiness, uh, so I gotta, I'm going yeah, to buy this one. Yeah. yeah, this is going to be my buy for the record, yeah. yeah. Right. I'm going to do the same. Not not my favorite song on the album. Second favorite song on the album. But if you're trying to, I guess, sort of represent the whole album, it's got the riffs. It's got the heaviness. It's got the mindless shredding. And it's got the catchy backup vocals. It's all here on this one. So that's why it's a buy for me. Lastly, Mark. Uh, this one is just going to eke out a very light squeeze for me. Um, as As red hot as those guitars are on the intro, uh, the chorus does absolutely nothing for me, and oh, I just think it's, it's kind of a. Ooh. I don't know. Like, <laughs> this is going to be a, a a battle at the Fox River coming up. I see. <laughs> but uh, I didn't. Hey, I didn't flush it. I didn't terminate it. It just gets a light squeeze, maybe a bit of one-eyed possum. Uh, I don't know. Just kind of look at it, kind of askance, and wonder what's doing in the two spot. All right, track three, no substitute, Kev. Ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Chris? about that. God, uh, Chris. I am going to do the same. I'm going to flush this for 
Yeah. <laughs> Listen back if you want to know why. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, I obviously uh, stated that this is my favorite song on the album. Uh, in case I didn't say that loud enough before. Uh, doesn't get a buy, though, because it doesn't represent the whole album. And, yeah, say what you want. Maybe they were trying to rip off Photograph, but I freaking love it. It's so catchy. I, I, I enjoy it every time I hear it, and big props to Rob. And... If you want, as a little bonus thing, I'm pretty sure there's a video of Rob Fleischman singing this recently, like on an Instagram video that's on YouTube somewhere, and he yeah. still he still has got the pipes, and he sings it in the original key, so go check that out as a little bonus thing. But, Mark? Yeah, I'm going to say that uh, first two didn't go far enough. Slap it with the T. Yeah. Oh, how could you tee this up? It's so catchy. <sighs> it's so derivative. It is, yeah. <sighs> Goodbye. Trashing my favorite song. All right, well, you know what? That's fine. Let's move it on over to Animal, track four. Kev, what do you think about this one? Oh, I'm I'm not sure. You know, I'm going to keep it around. It's going to be a light squeeze, but the lightest of squeezes. All right, Chris? Uh, Same. Uh, yeah, just a very mild love. Yeah, there's a few riffs in here I like, but uh, yeah, not enough to give it a stronger. But so, yeah, just a normal love. All right, I am going to give it a normal love as well. Mark? Nope, this one gets the flush. Uh, This is the song, I think, where it's most apparent that the whole drum machine thing just was not working. It just would never, it would never work. And uh, yeah, live drummer there would have been uh, a whole lot better. And I'm sure Bobby could have played just an absolute monster track here unfortunately yeah. we didn't get that so it gets the flush I, I will agree it'd be really interesting to hear what this album would sound like if the drums weren't so drum machined out like a little bit yeah. more natural and floating or, you kinda, or if they wouldn't have ever gone down that direction just let's just burn you know yeah what would have been like it, it would have been interesting so all right track five bobby's time to shine twisted cut Oh, why did you have to say that? Because other than that, this song does not do much for me. It's getting the flush. <sighs> Love you, Bobby. I'm sorry. I'll pick up the slack for you. Kev? Or sorry, not Kev. Chris. Chris, where's the guy? Chris? Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to, f- I was going to love it, but, yeah. Uh, that that Nang horse uh, whammying <laughs> at the end kind of ruined it for me, and the fact that I don't remember a lot of it, so I'm gonna have to flush this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's time that the <laughs> the out of order sign. Oh this no! This one gets the flush too. Oh, we better hurry up because uh, it's starting to get real backed up around here. Well, well, I haven't, I haven't gone yet, and I am gonna save this one. Uh, I'm gonna actually just give it the lightest of squeezes, uh, just because of Bobby. Uh, I think it's good musically, and I don't mind the opening vocal and the chorus, but the verse leaves a little, little bit desired. So, all right, moving on over to second side, side B, track six. Do you want to make love, Kev? Do you want to make love? What do you think? Uh, not to the solo, but the rest of the song, I'm going to keep around. All right, Chris? 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it the love. Yeah, I, yeah, love uh, that intro. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I will give it a love as well, Mark. Um, I'm also in Kevin's camp. Just uh, pretend the solo. It's another one of those pretend the solo doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, that's a little hard. That, but, it's yeah. pretty darn good. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I like it. I feel like it should have been in the two spot. Um, it's it's the best of like. There's a lot of songs here that shoot you full of love. Animal twisted. Do you want to make love? And I want to be your victim. Like there's five of them. Pick two. <laughs> that's what you should have done. Yeah. All right, well, moving on over to track seven, Back on the Streets. Now, Wikipedia says this was pushed as the second single. I'm not necessarily if the, I'm not necessarily sure if that's true, because I look at the discogs and it says no substitute and boys are going to rock slash animal are the only singles here. So maybe somebody can clarify this for us. But I thought in Bobby Rock's book, he said that they kind of just did it at the very end. OK, that's possible. Almost as they were closing down. That's possible. Tour. All right. Well, what do we think of the song, Kev? Oh, I think I'm going to pull the handle. This this, this is the song where I wrote in all caps, no more shredding outro solo, period. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) I feel like I've just become numb to it, where I can just almost like not (laughs) hear it anymore, (laughs) to be honest. But yeah, all right, uh, Chris. Uh, yeah, gonna flush it too. Yeah, it just too generic for me. All right, well, this one is gonna get a light squeeze just because of the chorus. I, I don't mind the chorus, so that's what it gets. Uh, Mark. So it's pointless for me to continue defending the song at this point, um, but I will just do one more, one more thing in the <laughs> hopes of saving some later songs. There was something written, I think it was Bobby who had written about Vinny and the way he composes just at the acoustic guitar. And he wants to make sure that a song can, uh, the music of a song can live at its most bare form. And if it can't, then it's not really any good. Um, and I, if you've seen Vinny's um, 2018 comeback uh, at the convention, and he's joined by Robert Fleischman, they go through this song. And it's really? Just Vinny. It's, I haven't it's seen just that. just Vinny on acoustic. And it's Robert just in the background, and they're just kind of very, you know, casually just playing this song, and it's still good. It still functions at that level. Just a guy in acoustic, by no means is Vinny a lead singer, but he can carry it, and Robert backing him up, it's 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 great. And it, that just, for, to me, just, I really respect that, that a song can, that can be a power ballad, and it can just be an acoustic crooner to a convention hall, that it, it works, so. Maybe yeah, it should have stayed that way. Maybe, but but know. yes, like, okay, all right. I'll check an it out. Acoustic drop here in the seventh spot. I don't well, know. no, but yeah, <laughs> right, I'll well, check it out nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, same. Well, let's move it on over to track eight. I want to be your victim, Kev. Yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna flush this one. It's just too unmemorable. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Vin. As much as I love the opening of the song, it it goes down pretty fast after that. So it gets the flush. And Mark. 
You know, I didn't really feel like I would be the only one defending this album. I thought, like, I'm not the biggest hair metal fan. You know, I'm not a Firehouse fan. I'm not a White Snake <laughs> fan. And I don't know, like, where the dislike for this. I feel like somebody would step up and just I wouldn't be the only one loving these songs. But I love this track. It's a great deep cut. Hey. Like, it's, it's just a rock and song. Come on, you can't crank this in Mark, your car. Mark, you can't. I, Mark, really. I have loved the. I have loved every song up until this point. So just yeah, let yeah, you yeah, know okay. that. Yeah, uh, but I know what's coming. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, but the, well. there's going to be a difference coming here, though. I The only reason I can't love this song is I'd rather play There's Only One Way to Rock. And True. I just cannot hear that riff without thinking. Dun, 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 dun. And that's that's the only kind of downside where it's getting me. That's true. All right. Uh, so let's move it on over to Baby O, track nine. Kev? Uh, Alex, I know you want me to flush this song or, or maybe give it the T, which I gave the last song. But I'm going to give this song a love. Okay, <laughs> I'm going right. to be in Mark's corner on this one. All right, Watch Chris. Tee it up. <laughs> yeah, kill it. Here, here's my oh, launch the- key. Yeah. Yeah, there's just two. Yeah, uh, all the piece, all these different pieces coming together, and they're like mismatched puzzle pieces, and I just can't. And that stupid chorus, I just can't get on board. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I I won't go that low, but it's still getting the flush. So sorry. Well, this one's going to hit for the cycle because I'm buying this one. Oh. Yikes. Okay. That's a deep uh, cut. I feel like Vin it, will appreciate it, that if he hears it's, this. It's the kind of thing that I, I would like to show off to somebody, be like, get a load of this. Like, you know, there's this ridiculous shredding. Uh, there's this chorus that is nothing like anything from any, you know, band in that pile or on the strip or whatever. And, and, and there's just, you know, there's a great key change where Robert just like, he keeps soaring and, oh, and it's I got a riff know. that just opens I, up that you went you're like the Van Halen. I can't, I, uh, Sammy Hagar plus, you know, that it's, it's good. I like it. I feel like I the like key, I noticed that key change today when I heard it, like right before the, uh, the episode, I'm like, Ooh, it seemed a little awkward to me, but you know, I guess key it's changes. Kind of it's living on a prayer. It's key changes are hard to get right. So I, I get it. All right, let's move it on over to the final song of the album, Invasion. Kev. What? Yeah, the only option nice. left. Oh, yeah. All right. Chris? Nice I'm going to give it the lightest of squeezes just for oh. those verse sections, but uh, as much as I wanted to flush it, because, yeah, like 80% of that, the song I just don't remember, but I like that part enough that I'll, I'll hold on to it. Yeah. All right, well, we all, we all know what's coming here. Let's explode this one. See ya. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets a... <laughs> Turn the key and it buzzed. <laughs> Sorry, least memorable for me. I don't know, but uh, yeah, Mark. Uh, big love. I I I don't know if this is this is weird to say that this is my favorite song from the album because it's so unlike anything else on the album. Um, I'm just such a huge GTR fan, as also out in '86, and it just really just folds up the the time you know frame from it. And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like this song a lot. So big love for me. All right, that'll wrap it up. All right. All right. Uh, I guess we have to go back to these scores because this was kind of a, a, a very heated debate, even though if we all ended up at the same. I mean, look, everybody had three flushes and I had two flushes. And yet Kevin's a 5.5. Chris was a six. Alex is a 6.5 and I was a 7.5. Do we all want to hold those scores for this record? I think I might drop so. mine a half point. 
Yeah, 5.5. I'm finding that I, yeah. I'll I, stick where I'm at, yeah. I'm going to drop a half point. Just yeah. uh, It's not a 7.5, but I think it's still a solid 7. Just pulling Animal Twisted and No Substitute would have made for a pretty nice record, I well, think. Well, here, here's a good question for you and guys. Here's, here's a question for you guys. I know we're probably not going to cover this album, uh, but are you guys LP1 or LP2 when it comes to Vinnie Vincent? To be honest, outside of like just like the uh, what was a time uh, time of year or whatever, yeah, yeah I, I don't I don't really know the second record very much. <laughs> right, LP two, LP one, um, just because outside of Love Kills and Ecstasy and basically the ballads, I just don't like Mark Slaughter really? on the high energy tracks. Yeah, I love his voice for the ballads. I don't buy it for the rockers and it's weird usually it's the other way around but i could never i remember telling kevin that years ago yep just can't get into these high energy i mean ashes to ashes is cool but uh besides the 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 hit and the ballads i yeah there's too much on that album yeah i feel like i might actually agree even though aren't this aren't the solos and stuff a little bit more contained on oh, all systems way go they're way yeah but i feel like i mean that time of year is probably my favorite Vinny song in general um ashes to ashes love kills naughty naughty even though there's times where like i get a little annoyed with mark's voice it's just it's too up in that high register for a while but yeah i guess there is a lot of at all systems go that i don't know there's like 13 tracks on it too isn't there there's there's a lot yeah i well they some are bonus tracks but yeah um yeah i might be a i might be a uh LP one guy. Now that I think about it, we'll see. Interesting. Well, it doesn't seem to say much. <laughs> well, yeah. you're right behind me at a yeah. six point five. But but uh, yeah, I'll uh, yes. But with me, I'll drop to a five point five. Yeah, the more like yeah, think you about it. Yeah, I got okay. you. Down. You got it. Okay. Um, right. Yeah, and then uh, just a final thoughts on this record. Um, I don't think we need to do a Fleischman versus Slaughter. Um, I mean, would it really change anything? To be honest, I prefer Fleischman, but I don't really think that having Slaughter on the record, uh, his voice on the record, would have really made any difference. Um, in terms of just like what the album is, but uh, what do you take away from this besides stop shredding? Oh, I got nothing. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it takes, it just takes, yeah. It back okay. The- well, I guess I'll say this, and, and and I had to really think about this when I was going into my rating because yes, and we touched on this. Kevin, you know, presented it wonderfully. Is the lore and the mystique in the story is really kind of what sells the band. It's like. And that's true. And you watch these old videos of them and you read the book and it's like, yeah, maybe the songs are just kind of subpar or average, but the story just hooks you in. Mm-hmm. And you kind of got to be objective here where if there was no story behind this band, would would I have even listened to this album? Yeah. But I, I do think there are some good songs in here, but yeah, it's tough. It's it's hard to know what the intent was behind the album. Like, were they just trying to kind of be goofy and just be attention getters and just be so over the top that you had to talk about them? Did that hurt anything? Did that help anything? I don't know. I just, I I wish that, you know, Vinny could have been contained a little bit, but I mean, the eighties were a time of excess and I don't know if there were other things involved uh, to get him to think that this stuff sounds good, but I don't know. 
Yeah, my takeaway is just to just to embrace the pop direction. If you have that much talent as I a agree. songwriter, like you should have made more of a Bon Jovi album um, than you know trying to have some weird hybrid between Def Leppard and just full out you know shred. Um, just you know, just 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 let you know let your pop skills, your your songwriting skills, just put that pen to paper, put that to record, and then let some of the pyrotechnics fly live. You know, just you, you could have had hints of it and then to say you want to see more boy, this band can bring it. You should see Vinny play. I know like it's it's nobody goes to Bon Jovi to see Richie Sambroa. Um, uh, but I mean, it's it's I think Vinny is has at least had that opportunity to create something that would move a lot of units based on a really, really strong hit single and then could have just, you know, had his 15 minute shred solo live, to, you know, and then you know, had the best of both worlds, I think. So right. uh, don't be afraid to embrace, as Chris would say, those pop sensibilities Agreed. and uh, just really make a record more centered around that. And then, you know, really just dig in live and let, let your talent shine. Yeah. What's Kevin's get a producer. <laughs> well, it, it's ha- having the self-awareness to know. Yeah. Like when, and, when to pull and, back and, and when and, to, yeah, and what to do. And, and yeah. I think it's kind of like a hybrid of what Mark, Mark, you just said, is that just like with his natural talent, I think it would have been impressive as is if they had just like, oh, here are some really good songs. You know, mm-hmm. here are some, this is, these will be all hits as opposed to, you know, oh, yeah, I'll take the last two minutes of this song and just go nuts. You know, it, it, that, that, that works on maybe one or two of these songs and then it gets old. And I just feel like it, if it had just been like, you know what? I want to sell 20 million records instead of I want to look like the greatest guitarist of all time. If you had gone in with that mentality instead, I yes. think that great guitarist would have just shown anyway. Yeah. It, it wouldn't have mattered. So. You know what, whose fault this is? This is Gene and Paul's fault. I'll break my rule and just say, you know what, it's Kiss's fault because they made him who he was. Uh, they cut off his soloing, so he decided to make a record that was nothing but just, you know, soloing. And we yeah, missed the opportunity to have something that might have been a little bit more like a better version of Slaughter. Not a huge fan of their uh, music, uh, strangely, even though if it is a kind of continuation of this record deal or however it worked out. Uh, again, we talk the music and not the drama most of the time, but on this record, trying to focus on the music and hope to have given you... A Vinnie Vincent podcast with no interviews, just opinions, and really just trying to keep it to music. Um, and uh, to find this kind of a, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely not a, um, you know, a, a hidden gem of the scene, but something that might have a little bit more pique your interest and uh, get you digging into the story or get you digging into Vinny's other work or even that live version with Robert Fleischman. Check that out. Um, it's not, it, you know, it, it's not going to, um, well, if you're not a fan of Uh, back on the streets at least give that a try so uh we will see you with another discography hope you'll listen to that uh we haven't revealed it yet but uh it should be good no matter what it is pink floyd metallica van halen in the bag where we going next find out soon